the progressive platform, an appeal to the people's conscience. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by the Progressing America Project. The Declaration of Principles of the Progressive Party The conscience of the people, in a time of grave national problems, has called into being a new party, born of the nation's awakened sense of justice. We of the Progressive Party here dedicate ourselves to the fulfillment of the duty laid upon us by our fathers to maintain the government of the people, by the people, and for the people, whose foundations they laid. We hold with Thomas Jefferson and Abraham Lincoln that the people are the masters of their constitution, to fulfill its purposes and to safeguard it from those who, by perversion of its intent, would convert it into an instrument of injustice. In accordance with the needs of each generation, the people must use their sovereign powers to establish and maintain equal opportunity and industrial justice, to secure which this government was founded, and without which no republic can endure. This country belongs to the people who inhabit it. Its resources, its business, its institutions, and its laws should be utilized, maintained, or altered, in whatever manner will best promote the general interest. It is time to set the public welfare in the first place. The Old Parties Political parties exist to secure responsible government and to execute the will of the people. From these great tasks both of the old parties have turned aside. Instead of instruments to promote the general welfare, they have become the tools of corrupt interests which use them impartially to serve their selfish purposes. Behind the ostensible government sits enthroned an invisible government owing no allegiance and acknowledging no responsibility to the people. To destroy this invisible government, to dissolve the unholy alliance between corrupt business and corrupt politics, is the first task of the statesmen of the day. The deliberate betrayal of its trust by the Republican Party, the fatal incapacity of the Democratic Party, to deal with the new issues of the new time, have compelled the people to forge a new instrument of government through which to give effect to their will in laws and institutions. Unhampered by tradition, uncorrupted by power, undismayed by the magnitude of the task, the new party offers itself as the instrument of the people to sweep away old abuses, to build a new and nobler commonwealth. A Covenant with the People This declaration is our covenant with the people, and we hereby bind the party and its candidates in state and nation to the pledges made herein. The Rule of the People The National Progressive Party, committed to the principles of government by a self-controlled democracy, expressing its will through representatives of the people, pledges itself to secure such alterations in the fundamental law of the several states and of the United States as shall ensure the representative character of the government. In particular, the party declares for direct primaries for the nomination of state and national officers, for nationwide preferential primaries for candidates for the presidency, for the direct election of United States senators by the people, and we urge on the states the policy of the short ballot with responsibility to the people secured by the initiative, referendum, and recall. Amendment of Constitution The Progressive Party 
believing that a free people should have the power from time to time to amend their fundamental law so as to adapt it progressively to the changing needs of the people, pledges itself to provide a more easy and expeditious method of amending the federal constitution. Nation and State Up to the limit of the Constitution, and later by amendment of the Constitution, if found necessary, we advocate bringing under effective national jurisdiction those problems which have expanded beyond the reach of the individual states. It is as grotesque as it is intolerable that the several states should by unequal laws in matter of common concern become competing commercial agencies, barter the lives of their children, the health of their women, and the safety and well-being of their working people for the benefit of their financial interests. The extreme insistence on states' rights by the Democratic Party in the Baltimore platform demonstrates anew its inability to understand the world into which it has survived, or to administer the affairs of a union of states which have in all essential respects become one people. Equal Suffrage The Progressive Party, believing that no people can justly claim to be a true democracy, which denies political rights on account of sex, pledges itself to the task of securing equal suffrage to men and women alike. Corrupt Practices We pledge our party to legislation that will compel strict limitation of all campaign contributions and expenditures, and detailed publicity of both before as well as after primaries and elections. Publicity and Public Service We pledge our party to legislation compelling the registration of lobbyists, publicity of committee hearings except on foreign affairs, and recording of all votes in committee, and forbidding federal appointees from holding office in state or national political organizations, or taking part as officers or delegates in political conventions for the nomination of elective state or national officials. The Courts The Progressive Party demands such restriction of the power of the courts as shall leave to the people the ultimate authority to determine fundamental questions of social welfare and public policy. To secure this end, it pledges itself to provide, first, that when an act, passed under the police power of the state, is held unconstitutional under the state constitution, by the courts, the people, after an ample interval for deliberation, shall have an opportunity to vote on the question whether they desire the act to become law, notwithstanding such decision. Second, that every decision of the highest appellate court of a state declaring an act of the legislature unconstitutional on the ground of its violation of the federal constitution shall be subject to the same review by the Supreme Court of the United States as is now accorded to decisions sustaining such legislation. Administration of Justice The Progressive Party, in order to secure to the people a better administration of justice, and by that means to bring about a more general respect for the law and the courts, pledges itself to work unceasingly for the reform of legal procedure and judicial methods. We believe that the issuance of injunctions in cases arising out of labor disputes should be prohibited, when such injunctions would not apply when no labor disputes existed. We also believe that a person cited for contempt in labor disputes, except when such contempt was committed in the actual presence of the court, or so near thereto as to interfere with the proper administration of justice, should have a right to trial by jury. 
social and industrial justice. The supreme duty of the nation is the conservation of human resources through an enlightened measure of social and industrial justice. We pledge ourselves to work unceasingly in state and nation for effective legislation looking to the prevention of industrial accidents, occupational diseases, overwork, involuntary unemployment, and other injurious effects incident to modern industry. The fixing of minimum safety and health standards for the various occupations, and the exercise of the public authority of state and nation, including the federal control over interstate commerce, and the taxing power, to maintain such standards. The prohibition of child labor. Minimum wage standards for working women, to provide a living wage in all industrial occupations. The general prohibition of night work for women, and the establishment of an eight-hour day for women and young persons. One day's rest in seven for all wage workers. The eight-hour day in continuous 24-hour industries. The abolition of the convict contract labor system, substituting a system of prison production for governmental consumption only, and the application of prisoners' earnings to the support of their dependent families. Publicity as to wages, hours, and conditions of labor. Full reports upon industrial accidents and diseases. And the opening to public inspection of all tallies, weights, measures, and check systems on labor products. Standards of compensation for death by industrial accident and injury and trade disease, which will transfer the burden of lost earnings from the families of working people to the industry and thus to the community. The protection of home life against the hazards of sickness, irregular employment, and old age through the adoption of a system of social insurance adapted to American use. The development of the creative labor power of America by lifting the last load of illiteracy from American youth and establishing continuation schools for industrial education under public control and encouraging agricultural education and demonstration in rural schools the establishment of industrial research laboratories to put the methods and discoveries of science at the service of American producers. We favor the organization of the workers, men and women, as a means of protecting their interests and of promoting their progress. Department of Labor We pledge our party to establish a Department of Labor with a seat in the cabinet and with a wide jurisdiction over matters affecting the conditions of labor and living. Country life. The development and prosperity of country life are as important to the people who live in the cities as they are to the farmers. Increase of prosperity on the farm will favorably affect the cost of living and promote the interests of all who dwell in the country and all who depend upon its products for clothing, shelter, and food. We pledge our party to foster the development of agricultural credit and cooperation, the teaching of agriculture in schools agricultural college extension, the use of mechanical power on the farm, and to re-establish the Country Life Commission, thus directly promoting the welfare of the farmers and bringing the benefits of better farming, better business, and better living within their reach. High Cost of Living The high cost of living is due partly to worldwide and partly to local causes, partly to natural and partly to artificial causes. The measures proposed in this platform on various subjects such as the tariff, the trusts, and conservation 
will of themselves remove the artificial causes. There will remain other elements such as the tendency to leave the country for the city, waste, extravagance, bad system of taxation, poor methods of raising crops, and bad business methods in marketing crops. To remedy these conditions requires the fullest information, and based on this information, effective government supervision and control, to remove all the artificial causes. We pledge ourselves to such full and immediate inquiry, and to immediate action to deal with every need such inquiry discloses. Health. We favor the union of all the existing agencies of the federal government, dealing with the public health into a single national health service, without discrimination against or for any one set of therapeutic methods, school of medicine, or school of healing with such additional powers as may be necessary to enable it to perform efficiently such duties in the protection of the public, from preventable diseases as may be properly undertaken by the federal authorities, including the executing of existing federal laws regarding pure food, quarantine, and cognate subjects, the promotion of vital statistics, and the extension of the registration area of such statistics, and cooperation with the health activities of the various states and cities of the nation. Business. We believe that true popular government, justice, and prosperity go hand in hand, and, so believing, it is our purpose to secure that large measure of general prosperity, which is the fruit of legitimate and honest business, fostered by equal justice and by sound progressive laws. We demand that the test of true prosperity shall be the benefits conferred thereby on all the citizens, not confined to individuals or classes, and that the test of corporate efficiency shall be the ability better to serve the public, and that those who profit by control of business affairs shall justify that profit and that control by sharing with the public the fruits thereof. We therefore demand a strong national regulation of interstate corporations. The corporation is an essential part of modern business. The concentration of modern business, in some degree, is both inevitable and necessary for national and international business efficiency. But the existing concentration of vast wealth under a corporate system, unguarded and uncontrolled by the nation, has placed in the hands of a few men enormous, secret, irresponsible power over the daily life of the citizen, a power insufferable in a free government and certain of abuse. This power has been abused, in monopoly of national resources, in stockwatering, in unfair competition and unfair privileges, and finally in sinister influences on the public agencies of state and nation. We do not fear commercial power, but we insist that it shall be exercised openly, under publicity, supervision, and regulation of the most efficient sort, which will preserve its good while eradicating and preventing its ill. To that end we urge the establishment of a strong federal administrative commission of high standing, which shall maintain permanent active supervision over industrial corporations engaged in interstate commerce, or such of them as are of public importance, doing for them what the government now does for the national banks, and what is now done for the railroads by the Interstate Commerce Commission. Such a commission must enforce the complete publicity of those corporation transactions which are of public interest, must attack unfair competition, false capitalization, and special privilege, and by continuous trained watchfulness, 
guard and keep open equally to all the highways of American commerce. Thus the businessman will have certain knowledge of the law, and will be able to conduct his business easily in conformity therewith. The investor will find security for his capital. Dividends will be rendered more certain, and the savings of the people will be drawn naturally and safely into the channels of trade. Under such a system of constructive regulation, legitimate business, freed from confusion, uncertainty, and fruitless litigation, will develop normally in response to the energy and enterprise of the American businessman. We favor strengthening the Sherman Law by prohibiting agreement to divide territory or limit output, refusing to sell to customers who buy from business rivals, to sell below cost in certain areas while maintaining higher prices in other places, using the power of transportation to aid or injure special business concerns and other unfair trade practices. Patents. We pledge ourselves to the enactment of a patent law, which will make it impossible for patents to be suppressed or used against the public welfare in the interests of injurious monopolies. Interstate Commerce Commission. We pledge our party to secure to the Interstate Commerce Commission the power to value the physical property of railroads, in order that the power of the Commission to protect the people may not be impaired or destroyed. We demand the abolition of the Commerce Court. Currency We believe there exists imperative need for prompt legislation for the improvement of our national currency system. We believe the present method of issuing notes through private agencies is harmful and unscientific. The issue of currency is fundamentally a government function, and the system should have as basic principles soundness and elasticity. The control should be lodged with the government and should be protected from domination or manipulation by Wall Street or any special interests. We are opposed to the so-called Aldrich Currency Bill because its provisions would place our currency and credit system in private hands, not subject to effective public control. Commercial Development The time has come when the federal government should cooperate with manufacturers and producers in extending our foreign commerce. To this end, we demand adequate appropriations by Congress and the appointment of diplomatic and consular officers solely with a view to their special fitness and worth and not in consideration of political expediency. It is imperative to the welfare of our people that we enlarge and extend our foreign commerce. In every way possible, our federal government should cooperate in this important matter. Germany's policy of cooperation between government and business has, in comparatively few years, made the nation a leading competitor for the commerce of the world. Conservation The natural resources of the nation must be promptly developed and generously used to supply the people's needs, but we cannot safely allow them to be wasted, exploited, monopolized, or controlled against the general good. We heartily favor the policy of conservation, and we pledge our party to protect the national forests without hindering their legitimate use for the benefit of all the people. Agricultural lands in the national forests are, and should remain, open to the genuine settler. Conservation will not retard legitimate development. The honest settler must receive his patent promptly, without hindrance, rules, or delays.
We believe that the remaining forests, coal and oil lands, water powers, and other natural resources, still in state or national control, except agricultural lands, are more likely to be wisely conserved and utilized for the general welfare if held in the public hands. In order that consumers and producers, managers and workmen, now and hereafter, need not pay toll to private monopolies of power and raw material, we demand that such resources shall be retained by the state or nation and open to immediate use under laws which will encourage development and make to the people a moderate return for benefits conferred. In particular, we pledge our party to require reasonable compensation to the public for water power rights hereafter granted by the public. We pledge legislation to lease the public grazing lands under equitable provisions now pending, which will increase the production of food for the people and thoroughly safeguard the rights of the actual homemaker. Natural resources, which conservation is necessary for the national welfare, should be owned or controlled by the nation. Good Roads We recognize the vital importance of good roads, and we pledge our party to foster their extension in every proper way, and we favor early construction of national highways. We also favor the extension of the Rural Free Delivery Service. Alaska The coal and other natural resources of Alaska should be open to development at once. They are owned by the people of the United States and are safe from monopoly, waste, or destruction only while so owned. We demand that they shall neither be sold nor given away, except under the Homestead Law, but while held in government ownership, shall be open to use promptly upon liberal terms requiring immediate development. Thus the benefit of cheap fuel will accrue to the government of the United States and to the people of Alaska and the Pacific Coast. The settlement of extensive agricultural lands will be hastened. The extermination of the salmon will be prevented, and the just and wise development of Alaskan resources will take the place of private extortion or monopoly. We demand also that extortion or monopoly in transportation shall be prevented by prompt acquisition, construction, or improvement by the government of such railroads, harbor, or other facilities for transportation as the welfare of the people may demand. We promise the people of the territory of Alaska the same measure of legal self-government that was given to other American territories, and that federal officials appointed there shall be qualified by previous bona fide residents in the territory. Waterways The rivers of the United States are the natural arteries of this continent. We demand that they shall be open to traffic as indispensable parts of a great nationwide system of transportation, in which the Panama Canal will be the central link, thus enabling the whole interior of the United States to share with the Atlantic and Pacific seaboards in the benefit derived from the canal. It is a national obligation to develop our rivers, and especially the Mississippi and its tributaries, without delay, under a comprehensive general plan, covering each river system from its source to its mouth, designed to secure its highest usefulness for navigation, irrigation, domestic supply, water power, and the prevention of floods. We pledge our party to the immediate preparation of such a plan, which should be made and carried out in close and friendly cooperation between the nation, the states, and the cities affected. Under such a plan, 
the destructive floods of the Mississippi and other streams, would represent a vast and needless loss to the nation, would be controlled by forest conservation and water storage at the headwaters, and by levees below. Land sufficient to support millions of people would be reclaimed from the deserts and the swamps. Water power enough to transform the industrial standings of whole states would be developed. Adequate water terminals would be provided. Transportation by river would revive and the railroads would be compelled to cooperate as freely with the boat lines as with each other. The equipment, organization, and experience acquired in constructing the Panama Canal soon will be available for the Lakes to Gulf Deep Waterway and other portions of this great work, and should be utilized by the nation in cooperation with the various states at the lowest net cost to the people. Panama Canal The Panama Canal built and paid for by the American people, must be used primarily for their benefit. We demand that the canal shall be so operated as to break the transportation monopoly now held and misused by the transcontinental railroads by maintaining sea competition with them, that ships directly or indirectly owned or controlled by American railroad corporations shall not be permitted to use the canal, and that American ships engaged in coastwide trade shall pay no tolls. The Progressive Party will favor legislation having for its aim the development of friendship and commerce between the United States and Latin American nations. Tariff We believe in a protective tariff which shall equalize conditions of competition between the United States and foreign countries, both for the farmer and the manufacturer and what shall maintain for labor an adequate standard of living. Primarily the benefit of any tariff should be disclosed in the pay envelope of the laborer. We declare that no industry deserves protection which is unfair to labor or which is operating in violation of federal law. We believe that the presumption is always in favor of the consuming public. We demand tariff revision because the present tariff is unjust to the people of the United States. Fair dealing toward the people requires an immediate downward revision of those schedules wherein duties are shown to be unjust or excessive. We pledge ourselves to the establishment of a nonpartisan scientific tariff commission, reporting both to the President and to either branch of Congress, which shall report, first, as to the costs of production, efficiency of labor, capitalization, industrial organization and efficiency, and the general competitive position in this country and abroad of industries seeking protection from Congress. Second, as to the revenue-producing power of the tariff and its relation to the resources of government. And third, as to the effect of the tariff on prices, operations of middlemen, and on the purchasing power of the consumer. We believe that this commission should have plenary power to elicit information, and for this purpose to prescribe a uniform system of accounting for the great protected industries. The work of the Commission should not prevent the immediate adoption of acts, reducing these schedules generally recognized as excessive. We condemn the Payne-Aldrich Bill as unjust to the people. The Republican organization is in the hands of those who have broken and cannot again be trusted to keep the promise of necessary downward revision. The Democratic Party is committed to the destruction of the protective system through a tariff for revenue only, a policy which would inevitably produce widespread industrial and commercial disaster.
we demand the immediate repeal of the Canadian Reciprocity Act. Inheritance and Income Tax We believe in a graduated inheritance tax as a national means of equalizing the obligations of holders of property to government, and we hereby pledge our party to enact such a federal law as will tax large inheritances, returning to the states an equitable percentage of all amounts collected. We favor the ratification of the pending amendment to the Constitution, giving the government power to levy an income tax. Peace and National Defense The Progressive Party deplores the survival in our civilization of the barbaric system of warfare among nations, with its enormous waste of resources even in time of peace, and the consequent impoverishment of the life of the toiling masses. We pledge the party to use its best endeavors to substitute judicial and other peaceful means of settling international differences. We favor an international agreement for the limitation of naval forces. Pending such an agreement, and as the best means of preserving peace, we pledge ourselves to maintain for the present the policy of building two battleships a year. Treaty Rights we pledge our party to protect the rights of American citizenship at home and abroad. No treaty should receive the sanction of our government, which discriminates between American citizens because of birthplace, race, or religion, or that does not recognize the absolute right of expatriation. The Immigrant Through the establishment of industrial standards, we propose to secure to the able-bodied immigrant and to his native fellow workers a larger share of American opportunity. We denounce the fatal policy of indifference and neglect which has left our enormous immigrant population to become the prey of chance and cupidity. We favor governmental action to encourage the distribution of immigrants away from the congested cities, to rigidly supervise all private agencies dealing with them, and to promote their assimilation education, and advancement. Pensions We pledge ourselves to a wise and just policy of pensioning American soldiers and sailors and their widows and children by the federal government. And we approve the policy of the southern states in granting pensions to the ex-Confederate soldiers and sailors and their widows and children. Parcel Post we pledge our party to the immediate creation of a parcel post with rates proportionate to distance and service. Civil Service We condemn the violations of the civil service law under the present administration, including the coercion and assessment of subordinate employees and the President's refusal to punish such violation after a finding of guilty by his own commission, his distribution of patronage among subservient congressmen, while withholding it from those who refuse support of administration measures, his withdrawal of nominations from the Senate until political support for himself was secured, and his open use of the offices to reward those who voted for his renomination. To eradicate these abuses, we demand not only the enforcement of the Civil Service Act in letter and spirit, but also legislation which will bring under the competitive system postmasters, collectors, marshals, and all other non-political officers, as well as the enactment of an equitable retirement law, and we also insist upon continuous service during good behavior and efficiency. Government Business Organization 
we pledge our party to readjustment of the business methods of the national government and a proper coordination of the federal bureaus, which will increase the economy and efficiency of the government service, prevent duplications, and secure better results to the taxpayers for every dollar expended. Government Supervision Over Investments The people of the United States are swindled out of many millions of dollars every year through worthless investments. The plain people, the wage earner and the men and women with small savings, have no way of knowing the merit of concerns, sending out highly colored prospectuses offering stock for sale, prospectuses that make big returns seem certain, and fortunes easily within grasp. We hold it to be the duty of the government to protect its people from this kind of piracy. We, therefore, demand wise, carefully thought-out legislation that will give us such governmental supervision over this matter as will furnish to the people of the United States this much-needed protection, and we pledge ourselves thereto. Conclusion On these principles and on the recognized desirability of uniting the progressive forces of the nation into an organization, which shall unequivocally represent the progressive spirit and policy, we appeal for the support of all American citizens without regard to previous political affiliations. End of the Declaration of Principles of the Progressive Party